The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away unless you don't care about them that much. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters, Schlock Abuse Edition. Spooky Schlock Abuse Edition. We are in the middle of Schlocktober. It is my favorite time of the year. I love all the horror movies. I love all the horror movie podcasts coming out. I mean, there's, I mean, there are some amazing horror movies this time of year. Then there's our level of amazing horror movies (laughs) this time of year, too. I don't know, Troll Two. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, no, Shopping Mall. There's some. We got a. There's a lot of schlock to to pick from, and yeah. of course, on Schlock Abuse, we are picking uh, the craziest, weirdest, <laughs> lowest of the dregs <laughs> stuff. I think for both of us, uh, we 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 had uh, we definitely made it spooky. And why would we give each other oh, yeah. these movies? <laughs> Yeah, this episode and the next will be uh, will definitely show uh, <laughs> what we're capable of. So, yes, for this episode, I provided you a classic horror story committed to film. Mm. And what was this? All right. Well, I could say this, and it's going to confuse people, and then we'll add to speci- this specific movie. You gave me... Frankenstein. Oh man, see, look how nice I am. No, no, no. Because you didn't give me the classic Frankenstein, black and white. You know, well, that's a good film. Yeah, that's a good film. Um, you didn't even give me the shitty um, Robert De Niro, Kenneth Branagh directed <laughs> Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. No, no. But you gave me the 1993 TBS movie Frankenstein, <laughs> starring. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank real quick on the main actor. I guess the main quote quote actor is Patrick uh, Bergman, who Bergen Bergen, yeah. yeah, who did a lot of '90s shit like Sleeping with the Enemy, and yeah. he was he in was Patriot Games. Patriot Games, yeah, yeah he was yeah. the main like I guess bad guy for the IRA. He was like the head honcho of their split cell. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's not what makes this movie. He's not what makes this movie challenging. No. The other star of this... I didn't buy this sight unseen because of his name. Yeah. <laughs> Randy Quaid as the monster. Holy shit. Yeah, so that's... Holy shit, yes. Yeah. So, no, this isn't a good Frankenstein movie. This is the TBS movie starring Randy Quaid as the monster Frankenstein movie. Oh, God. So, how yeah. was it, man? Um, Actually, there's parts of it that are, well shot and yeah. stuff um it almost gets into that good bad character category i will okay. i will admit there's parts that are fuck it's the first like 40 minutes is slow as shit all right and you're just waiting for a fight i'll be honest i don't care about the build-up i'm just like break give me randy quaid monster all right right and there's a little bit of build-up and you know a la 
he he creates the monster, and there he is. And was there an Igor character? Uh, no, it's it, it's a lot of Frankenstein doing this with his fiance. He really involves her in all this shit in this. Okay, so, so they didn't have a weird assistant. Yeah, there. No. Yeah, it was just. It didn't go there. They didn't right. go there. It's just yeah, him doing his. It's, it's a lot of him doing test shit on we, on animals like cats at the beginning of this, and then he like a little bit of kind of reanimator, but not really. Right, right. But eventually, yeah, he you know most people know to, to the point. Yeah, he creates the monster, and he's like, all right, so you're gonna be you know we're gonna I'm your dad, and he's like fuck you, and runs off just like every monster, every. <laughs> Monster, every Frankenstein one's like, I don't know what Dr. Frankenstein thinks is going to happen. Like, he's going to be like, high five. No, no, they fucking get angry and they run off. And so now it's a, the fucking problem. You so how him, is Randy Quaid playing the monster? Like, is oh he is God. he v- super verbal or is he like far bad? Up and down. Um, some A lot of, if, if you were like, man, I want to see a movie with Randy Quaid yells and screams all the time like he's in pain like in every agony. movie he's in <laughs> well at some point times or another. 10 because okay most of the scenes he's like ah like it just it pain and upset either physically or some shit's gone down emotionally like he's just that's like they came to him and they were like randy was like how do i prepare for this and they're like okay i'm gonna slam this hammer on your toe the sound that comes out, that's all you have to do for the most part. But then eventually you'll learn to talk and you'll talk in, um, <laughs> I guess the best way I can describe it is like, um, caveman, but like, um, a upper class caveman, <laughs> <laughs> like, but you don't need to do that, man. Nobody cares. Like, See, all I'm thinking now is Phil Hartman. Cause of course he had the great Frankenstein caveman, yeah. cards and then he had like uh caveman, caveman lawyer. lawyer. <laughs> yeah. I would always put a caveman lawyer like, you know, wow. Like, but, um, he doesn't, and the, there's a little few different differences from the classic one where he doesn't murder a little girl. He actually saves a little girl from drowning and the townspeople were like, you look like a fucking freak. So they start shooting at him. By the way, the makeup is hilarious on him because it just it looks like burn victim Randy Quaid that grew too much hair in different spots of his face. What? It's not consistent. He has like a half beard thing on one side of his face and like, you know, in his hair, he's bald in one spot. Like they really were like, yeah, he's just a mixture of a guy that had a beard, a guy that didn't have a beard, guy that had receding hairline, a guy wow. that didn't. It's weird how they like set this up uh but frankenstein keeps like trying to you know reconnect with him and stuff like that he keeps pretty much finally he figures out all right well you know what what i need to fucking do is i need to give him a fucking bride right so fast tracks there is uh, there yeah i think it's it fast tracks to that because right before that um now the monster is like, okay, this shit's getting kind of personal and everything like that. Accidentally kills his brother. His brother is coming back and like, a, a, like spooks the horse and the horse flips over and kills Frankenstein's brother. Okay. So Frankenstein is pissed, but he's like, all right, well, I want to trap the motherfucker. Let me give him, dude needs, needs a little hookup. All right. So he decides to take Frankenstein's fiance, hook her up and then clone her to make the bride. So she's hooked up, and then there's this crazy scene where it's like an embryo that's growing and shit and turning into, like, 
a woman. Okay. And that's like, okay, this is fucking weird. But then the camera pans up and there's this fucking spotlight window in his like laboratory. And there's fucking Randy Quaid's monster who's getting like really excited. I was a little bit worried about that scene <laughs> that like he's like, oh yeah, that's my that's gonna be my woman. Like you know, you were gonna see some Randy Quaid Frankenstein masturbating scene. Like he was gonna be like, oh, this is good. If that goes any further, it can't be on TNT anymore. <laughs> exactly. <right? laughs> yeah, like and you just hear pounding, but you don't see his hands anywhere. And it becomes like, a Cinemax movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God damn it. But then the fiance is like, this is too much, and it's like, like it's hurting her, so she rips everything off. So, like, mid-building up process, the sh- experiment goes wrong, and the embryo, like, breaks up. And this is, the, like, the goriest part of a TBS movie, I can say, is that, like, there's chunks of body parts that are getting drained out through this, like, fluid thing. What? And, like, so you see, like, just <laughs> body parts and junk everywhere, and fucking Randy Quaid monster fucking loses his shit. And classic every Frankenstein movie comes down there and just fucking destroys the laboratory. He's fucking pissed now. He's like, you fucking piece of shit. You were supposed to make me a woman. And then destroys shit and then storms off. And like, and Frankenstein's like, all right, well, I guess that's it. Like, there, there, there is no, like, we should find him. He's just like, well, I guess he'll just do his own thing. I created a monster, and he's gone. So, oh, well. I feel like we have to address the fact that not only has the Patrick Bergen Dr. Frankenstein discovered how to reanimate dead corpses, but he has also discovered how to clone apparently yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying like damn you watch the he's making growing. breakthroughs motherfucker i'm just saying like he's really like what does he do and he's like i made one monster and uh, i don't need to do anymore like dude take your shit everywhere but it's kind of like a la young frankenstein like yeah it, you know you can tell people you did scientific shit but if they're not performing for an audience nobody fucking cares all right what what era is this set in by the way um, this, the setting from the book, so I guess okay, the so like late eighteen hundreds, eighteen hundreds, yeah, around okay, there. Mad so. science that time, yeah. I about to say because like you know, if it was a more modern setting, he could be like, yo, I can market this shit, I can sell this shit to the government, yeah. <laughs> I know how to raise the dead. That's... You have super soldiers, and I know how to clone. So you have you have clones, and then you can raise the clones once they die in battle. I, I, I will be honest. One of my biggest challenges, I I look the OG original you know, Frankenstein, I appreciate. Yeah. But most of my exposure is goes to my favorite Mel Brooks movie of all time, which is Young Frankenstein. Oh, I so love it's it. hard to watch movies like this because my main reference point will always be goddamn Young Frankenstein. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. So Frankenstein and you know what like so it was a little bit of a challenge <laughs> watching this. But uh oh yeah. So he storms off. So we go to a period of time has passed, and now Frankenstein has gotten married. He's like, all right, well, I'm married now, and yeah, we had that crazy shit with the monster, but he's long gone. He won't ever bother us. And uh, yeah, he uh, discovers the monster, comes back, and fucking kills his woman, literally murders his wife. He's like, all right, bitch, I saw you, what you did to my clone, bitch. Now your bitch is going, and (laughs) kills... Frankenstein's wife Damn. right after they got married. Like, they just got married. And, like, that, you know, the generic um, sequel tagline, you know, this time it's personal. That's the beat through this. The last 
The last Woo-hoo. like part of this movie is just this time it's personal. Also, this time it's personal. Where both the, the monster and Frankenstein are just like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. And it's like this competition. So right after the monster's <laughs> killed, fucking Frankenstein's woman, he like goes after her, goes after him in this ridiculous chase scene, which again, Randy Quaid does not run very fast. So it really <laughs> makes Frankenstein look like he just is really out of shape because you should be able to catch him, man. It's Randy Quaid running away, okay? Yeah, yeah, true. But then it goes into this is a like world bending like like um chase where Frankenstein is just hunting down this monster and the monsters figure out ways to get to different parts of the world and I, I and I, I guess I don't remember reading the book but like this keeps going on till they're in our antic like our um our day right. and stuff like that and they're on dog sleds chasing each other yep. and I'm like yeah but I'm just like <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous and again if it's based on the book, that's fine. But you're watching like Randy Quaid monster, like right. ripping dogs and like being, and the, this huge confrontation, you know. And eventually, I, I'll be honest, I don't know if I'm into the, the <laughs> to the end. But I mean, it just follows the book pretty much. But that's like the last forty minutes is where I was like, kind of enjoying this because it was so ridiculous. Like, yeah, like I was waiting for the map. Indiana Jones map where it's just like like one line which is the yeah. monster going to this location and then another line of Frankenstein going there and then another line and because uh, it's that's all the last part of the movie is is like where's that motherfucker like I must again, hunt down my creation and again you get to the end where the monster's learning to talk more so that's more Randy Quaid, Randy Quaid dialogue. dialogue and so. You're like, God damn it, I know we're getting near the end of the oh, movie, wow. but could you just give me a little bit more of this ridiculous, like, you hurt me and I don't like you one bit. Like, it's it was up and down on, like, what the monster could say and couldn't say. It was, it was. Wow. I, yeah. I, All right. It made me miss a little bit because we don't really get any more Randy Quaid movies. And, like, I don't know. And this is right. Like, when I think about it, this is. Not that long after Christmas vacation, and right before Independence Day, right and stuff like that. So like, it's just kind of crazy. This movie that I'll be honest, I'd never heard of before, and like you dropped it off. I'd never heard of was, it either. And I was watching it, and I will say that I was like, the budget on this is like TV movie budget. Like I, I had flashes of like when I watched like. The stand and it where yeah, yeah. you can just kind of tell that they're 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 kind of pulling back a little bit from what a big studio would do. And that's and I did a little research to find out, like, yes, it was a TBS movie that came out a year before the big Kenneth Bronan like <laughs> actual theatrical release, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which I'll I've never made it through that movie. Oh, that movie is not great. I will say this. I think Randy Quaid might have done, in a ridiculous way, a better job as the monster than Robert De Niro. Well, I can say one thing. Robert De Niro is by far the superior actor, but he is under six feet. Yeah. And I don't care how much makeup and what angles you use, you are never going to convince me that he is a goddamn seven-foot-tall giant. Yeah. Okay? And at least 
<laughs> Randy Quaid is like six three or something. Exactly. Yeah, you got something going. I on. didn't realize how big Randy Quaid was till a movie that uh, I know is a, is a beautiful disaster that we've never covered, but and so many other people covered it. Pluto Nash, where oh God, Randy Quaid is years. the robot like uh, like helper for yeah Eddie Murphy's character, and I was like, God damn, is he really that tall? Like, is he that big? Because he, he is he's a supposed big to be guy. the muscle in that movie. I remember him a lot from this uh, this Ron Howard movie called The Paper with Michael Keaton. Yes, all right. He's like the he's like the crazy like uh, reporter that talks about like the traffic in the street or something, and uh, he goes nuts and he has a, like a pistol and shit. And, like, and but he's just towers over Keaton in that movie because he's a tall motherfucker. Yeah, you know? now yeah. So, uh, casting wise, better as a monster than say De Niro. That's the one thing I never thought I would make a statement on is Randy Quaid did a better job than De Niro. <laughs> never thought that would happen. Now I think if you were to put like Randy Quaid in Goodfellas or Cape Fear, probably that yeah that wouldn't yeah, that, that wouldn't quality work. wouldn't happen. It wouldn't work. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I know I just breezed through it, but I mean, it's, it's, it's follows the same beats of Frankenstein. I, I was waiting for it to get kind of crazy. Maybe they go off, but yeah, again, it, I think they were like, okay, we're going to make this movie. We're going to keep it pretty close to the book. I will say not again. Um, Frankenstein's brother being killed was something I forgot about because yeah. most of the movies don't really, they're like, well, eh, not really that important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least they did something different you because know? it seems like Frankenstein kind of blows that off. It's not till the monster kills his woman that he's like motherfucker, like oh, well, brothers. I mean, you know, I saw him on a few holidays, <laughs> like that. But when he kills, <laughs> when he kills his wife, he's like motherfucker, man. Really, <laughs> my woman? I just married her. I know. What the fuck, dude? You know what century we're in? You can't have sex till after you're married. God damn it! Like, yeah, like there's <laughs> there's a lot of build up again. He chases he whatever money he had is going on what like flight or not flights but just traveling through boats and shit like that to get to this motherfucker. Right. Like you could just look for another female. I mean, you know, right. like I'll be honest, you can't replace a brother. You, can, you might be able to replace a, a woman, but that's uh, true. Not in his viewpoint. So well, you know, I mean, but yeah, I would say the the top tier moment though is the 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 Arctic battle with the sleds between the two of them is, is, is amazing. So, all right. All right. Yeah. That's, well, that's the high point of, of the ridiculousness of Frankenstein. As I said, I bought it sight unseen and was like, Oh, this is going to be a schlock abuse and I'm going to give it to Hunter. And I had, <laughs> I, I literally unwrapped it before I brought it over, you know? Yeah. I, I have not I, seen it. I was kind of so. surprised to like, I didn't know what to make of it. Cause again, I thought I'd known most, I mean, most Frankenstein movies and this one came out before, I think that's the last one I saw was Mary Shelley's of what I saw of it. So yeah, well, hey, definitely there's a production uh, difference uh, between the two. <laughs> of course, so. yeah, I mean something sh- probably shot on 35 millimeter uh, film <laughs> like Kenneth Branagh's, and then uh, you have this, which is probably like really, I mean, the best quality what they had. Yeah, for I, TV I looked movies. up the, I looked up the I director of this and. Um, yeah, he's done nothing else you would ever really know. He's done some British stuff, but again, no other movies. I mean, we like you have Kenneth Branagh, and then uh, David Wicks. Okay, then. and uh, 
yeah, David Wicks is like, yeah, he's done some UK productions, some TV movies. TV. Like it was just one of those guys, one of those where you could just tell they're like, um, hey, can you can you work with this budget? He's like, yeah, I do that all the time. Like, all right, well, you're hired as a director. There wasn't like we looked at your prior films, yeah, and your and your collection of work, and we feel like you would be the person, best person to direct Randy Quaid as the monster. They were just like, hey man, uh, you you'll do this with the money, right? Yeah, cool. All right. Where All Kenneth, right. Kenneth Brown is like, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Where Kenneth Brown is like, you know, I've done Shakespeare and I will do all this. Like, yes, yes, Mr. Brown, we understand that. <laughs> this dude was just like, oh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll direct Randy Quaid as a monster. It's cool. So, fuck yeah, you will. <laughs> oh man. All right, so that was uh, the TV. What, nineteen ninety three? You said ninety three. Ninety three. After after Hog, um, Christmas Vacation, and before Independence Day. I'm just right there in the middle, man. Hey, man. You know, you got to fill your resume out somehow, right? Yep. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I mean, there's several Randy Quaid movies. I really like Kingpin. It's one of my favorite comedies. Parents, dude. Remember Parents? Parents. That That's late 80s, right? I think that was late 80s. Yeah. That was amazing. That yeah. was like a weird. And it was a Bob Balaban directed that. Really? No yeah. shit. Yeah, dude. That, that movie's that. I, that's my favorite. If I was going to get him to sign anything, I got a Parents poster. And I brought it to that one con he was going <laughs> to be at in New Jersey. That's right. But then, and then he mysteriously. He, and then he canceled last minute because he had warrants that <laughs> transferred to that state. Because I guess he's in trouble for That's all the right. things. Well, because he was out of the country for a while. He was. And then yeah. I remember there was some random ass uh, video of him wearing a Rupert Murdoch mask. Um, yeah, he, he went. He went insane. Yeah. yeah his... And he's like, "This is what you're doing. You're fucking everybody." I was like, "Is that that that's 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 Uncle Eddie, right? Like that's oh yeah, big big beardy, insane." <laughs> yeah, he oh, went... and that's right. Yeah, and that now like he has the giant ass fucking beard. Oh yeah, like and that's if he had been Monster Mania, I was like, man, I hope he, I hope he had, I hope he didn't shave. I want to see the fucking. Crazy wilderness man beard. I was ready. Had. I was ready to be there and get him to sign. Parents, that poster looks great. It's a great flick. Yeah. Hopefully, but, hopefully he'll come to another con sometime. Maybe in the future. I don't know. You know, maybe he's he's at a point in his career where he's poised. Let like Quentin Tarantino can bring him back. You know. Oh my God! Yes, that Tarantino be, loves a challenge. I mean, he does, dude. I don't remember. Geralta was doing some shit movie. He was doing Luke Who's Talking 3. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before Tar- Tarantino's like, how about I put you in Pulp Fiction? So, Mr. Tarantino, we have the biggest challenge of That's your right. career. Put Randy Quaid in your next movie. Whatever well, it is. I just read he's talking He's talking about possibly doing uh, Kill Bill 3 so he can be like the estranged brother of I Bill. I was just about to say that. <laughs> like, you didn't know Bill had a brother? <laughs> like, yes, but he has to keep the beard, all right? Keep the beard to make it a little bit crazier, okay? Yeah. My name's William, so it's Kill Will. <laughs> no, it's God. Stupid, stupid as fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, let's let's wrap this. Let's wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, um, during Slocktober, definitely check out all the different podcasts on the GOI network. I know your other show, In the Mouths of Madness, has been releasing gold, oh, yeah. baby. And when it's 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 our time of year. I mean, it it's is. fucking horror season. I mean, that's right. No, we've had some great episodes. Uh, 
there's a GUI episode coming up uh, that I'm going to be on that is going to be everything. So uh, keep <laughs> just stay tuned. Check the ones that already have come out uh, during October. Check the ones uh, coming out for the rest of the month. It's going to be a ride. And as always, you know, hit us up on social media. Uh, you can find us at Beautiful Disasters Podcast uh, on Facebook. Uh, you can uh, contact us directly at Beautiful Disasters Podcast at gmail.com. Throw us out suggestions again, full yeah. lengths, things that you think are good, bad, beautiful disasters. Oh, yeah. Or schlock abuse that are suggestions that we should put on each other. So, yeah, absolutely. And, um, Check out uh, check out the uh, website guipodcast.com. Uh, there's links to Amazon and T Public, which both uh, give us a little kickback for and, the for the podcast network. Yeah, run us on that coin, all right. I mean, like yeah. if you, you go on the link, we get a little bit back. Help us get some more shitty ass movies to that's, <laughs> make each other watch. That's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do here. So uh, yeah, for beautiful disasters, I've been the Groots. Have you, Hunter? Thanks for listening. Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. 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 <laughs>